Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. New North. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK, sponsored by Brewers Outlet. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Welcome to Lansing, Michigan, where I feel like I could use a case of Brewers Outlet. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh, today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, imports domestics, microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere, wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks, lots and lots of snacks, yes. Six great flavors of slushies. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, led by my two favorites, the barrels and the dills, are indeed second to none. You know what? Look. It's going to start snowing tomorrow, probably about 10 in the morning. Yeah, you got 1070 on the car. Get in the car right now, listen to the show. And just drive over and stock up because tomorrow it's going to be snowing. You can just sit there with a beverage or even a soft drink, whatever, right? It's like, yeah, let's snow. Yeah, eventually we'll get outside. Maybe we'll get the snowblower or shovel it. But you know what? You can then watch the Ravens and the Steelers. Last weekend of the regular season in the NFL, you can watch the the nightcap, which is Houston and the Colts, which has playoff implications as well. Both games do. Sunday, Penn State-Michigan basketball, full day of the NFL, including the Eagles and the Giants. All right. Monday night. Um, you know, the Sunday night game, by the way, is a really good one, Bills and Dolphins. I think I actually should be back in time. I don't I feel cocky saying I'm going to get home. <laughs> I think I should be back in time to see that in its entirety. Uh, and then Monday night's the national championship game between uh, uh, Washington and uh, and them. <laughs> yes, Michigan. Uh, and uh, why don't you stock up now? I think it's the right thing. You know, that's what I do. I'd be over there right now trying to do the show on a phone. <laughs> I was just going to say, if you were home, right? Yeah, if I were home, sure. And uh, we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Remote again, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Okay. Uh, the 12-team playoff is going to create a lot of buzz. I, My opinion, we'll see how it plays out. Let's see how it plays out. But under the guessing game, and it's just a guessing game, under the guessing game of what the future could look like, uh, I think it goes 12 teams this season, 24, 
next season 25. The new contract is over with. I mean, sorry, I'm sorry, the 12-year contract is over with, with ESPN. There'll be new bidding. I strongly believe ESPN is going to be an absolute part of this moving forward. And ESPN, by the way, has done, to its credit, a great job with the college football playoff. They've done a great job with it. Look, when they do things that are like, eh, I mention it. Well, part of mentioning when somebody is eh, right, is that when they do something right and you you like it and admire it, you say that too. That way, if you do come up with criticism of something, you're at least balanced enough to talk about, hey, look, I said great things about them. They need to be better here. Monday Night Football is a better product now with everything that they've done the last two years with it. Right? College football playoff, they do a great job with it. NBA Finals, they do a great job with it. Major League Baseball, eh. Uh, they're okay at hockey. They're good at hockey. Okay? Uh, regular, season college, regular season college football games, they're good, not great. It's great they carry so many games, but they spend too much time focusing on other games besides the game they're doing. Uh because they're always trying to promote what they're doing. It's like, I don't really care what's promote. Just tell, tell me about the game I'm watching. I already picked you to watch it. I don't mind you telling me that coming up later tonight is another game that could be interesting. But after that, you know, you're not doing that game, and you're actually not prepared about the game you're talking about. Uh, college basketball, they're good. Right? They're fine. The talk shows during the day, uh, not my cup of tea. I mean, I know you're a, you're you're a big first take guy. Yeah, I don't think I've watched ESPN during the day in 15 oh, years. Oh, you're just so negative. I know. <laughs> so negative. I, it's, it's, from when it started with Skip Bayless, Skip Bayless is my end point. Yeah. Well, so so back to the original point of with the 12 team. It goes 12 teams this season, and then 25. Okay. I firmly believe that ESPN will be a part of the new contract when they start in 26 and that they will be another network at minimum also televising games because they want the money. You're not going to just get the money from one entity. You need multiple entities. College football is the only major sport in this country that has only one Entity televising their postseason. Think about that. Or their major events. One. I mean, think about it. NFL, they're on everybody. NBC, Peacock, CBS, Fox, right? ESPN, they all have playoff games. Okay? TNT, ESPN, ABC, NBA. TNT, ESPN, ABC, NHL. Major League Baseball has Fox, Turner, right, TBS, right, and also ESPN does the first couple of rounds, right? NCAA Tournament, CBS, Turner. And then there's this, right? College football is the only one that has one entity, and that one entity, by the way, has done a great job. They're only 
three games in it, two semifinals and a final. And ESPN does a great job with it. Not a good job, a great job with it. Terrifically announced, great pictures all the way through. Okay. But now you're going to go to 12, which means I think the next step is going to be the new contract will be 16. They'll go 12, they'll do home fields, and what they, I think they're going to do is they're going to go to 16 because they, they're, they're going to want to go for the inventory, Todd. Inventory means everything to the TV networks. Well, in quarterfinals, you can give two to one and two to the other. You, you can do a lot of things. I mean, but there <laughs> well, are a lot of things. Th- actually, you can give four <laughs> in, right? in the perfect world. Right. Now, the entity that maybe bids the most gets the semifinals and the final. Maybe every third or fourth year, the other entity gets to be the one that that can do that. Uh, but, you know, that first round will be the key with the home fields. And if you have, right now, four first-round games, well, you know, if you, if you do this, there are going to be eight first-round games. Now, how you end up doing that, I don't know in terms of dates. But this year, there will be four. There will be one game on Friday night, December 20th, and three of them on Saturday, December 21st. Of course, the National Football League, which is like, hey, you know what? We understand how it goes. Nope, they've got they've got games scheduled on the 21st. There'll be head-to-head competition. It's, yeah, it's just you love the NFL. We're the NFL. We don't care what you do. <laughs> we'll do anything we want. NBA is Christmas. We'll take it over. Got it. I'll be interested to see how the NFL ratings would hold up against those quarterfinal games. It would stew. Well, it depends on what the NFL games are. Yeah, probably also uh, depends on what those quarters are. Well, no, the quarters will be fine. They'll be because they're home fields, yeah. home stadiums, excitement, first time it's ever being done. I think I think that will hold up very well. So that's not going to be the issue. The issue will be what NFL games they put on. In other words. Hey, it's a Saturday game, and we've got the Carolina Panthers taking on uh, the L.A. Chargers. Well, I think college football is going to be just fine against that game, don't you? <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking the way the NFL thinks. I don't think that's the game they're scheduling against it, though. Uh, well, I think what the NFL – but, the, again, what will be the NFL's priority on that weekend? The NFL's priority on that weekend is going to be, A, a Thursday night game. Yeah. Because they'll still be in the Thursday schedule. B will be the Sunday night game. College is not going to play on Sunday. And and C, the Monday night game. Those will be the three priorities for the NFL. Thursday night, college isn't playing because they're going to play Friday, Saturday. Sunday night, NBC game. And the ESPN, ABC, Monday night football game. Uh, So they may take Saturday as a throwaway day on the schedule. That Saturday. <laughs> College football's luck, it'll be. And we decided to put the 49ers up against the Eagles. Whoa, hey, whoa, wait, what, what? <laughs> now, Todd, <laughs> there's trouble in River City. <laughs> put the Steelers or the Eagles on against Penn State and see see which one comes out. Well, I don't know. I think Penn State probably wins that one. Oh. Ratings-wise. <laughs> now, remember, now, remember, these games will be on cable. Well, yeah, they'll be on they'll be on ESPN, and I don't know what they're going to do. The NFL could put games on NFL Network, which now gives the advantage to ESPN. They could put the games on Peacock, which gives a major advantage to ESPN. 
All right. I kind of, no offense to Peacock, I kind of felt somebody asked, was there a positive out of last night's game between Penn State and Michigan State? I said, yeah, it was on Peacock. <laughs> and, and Noah and Noah and Robbie, I'm sure, did a great job. They're two great pros, but not as many people have Peacock. All right. And so that was, to me, the and, and uh, the point, and again, I think it's going to go to 16. I think it's going to go to 16. And by going to 16, that's more inventory. It gives them the opportunity of, getting, of doubling their money, getting up to maybe a billion dollars, right? Uh, the opportunity to get a billion dollars out of this contract uh, moving forward. And I think that would be, you know, that. I think that's what it's going to come down to. Can we generate enough inventory? And by getting 16 in there, that'll decrease exponentially the number of potential opt-outs. Uh, the timing of it, playing in the third weekend of December, which is so close to the end of the regular season. Now, this particular year, it's going to be there's only three weeks between the end of the regular season and the playoff game. That's it, three because uh, the regular season is going to end on November 30th for almost every team. Um, and uh, that that will cut down on it as well. Uh, but, yeah, there, and there will be a lot of pressure on, on guys not to opt out because it's a playoff. If you go to 16, that's four more schools that you're adding in that will reduce the number of opt-outs and give you better games. I mean, let's be honest, we didn't hear much on the opt-outs until it started happening in the New Year's Day games and some of the games that people, the bigger schools that people care about. Yeah, well, and when McCaffrey did it and Leonard Fournette did it, that started this. Um, I, I meant this in the sense that nobody really cared, that, you know, in this bowl season, you know, who who didn't, uh, who didn't play in the game in December 22nd, but as soon as they didn't play in those – some of those January one bowls, they weren't people right. weren't happy. Yeah, and look, and the smaller schools in, in the other, in the smaller bowl games, you have some guys transferring out, like McCall from Coastal Carolina yeah. trans, transferred, right? So Coastal Carolina didn't have him, but they, but you know, but I'm not sitting there saying I'm. I'm the only time I really took a long look at Coastal Carolina is when they played Penn State in the opening game in 2008. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, what I mean, because I had to. Um, and that's and so I, I don't worry about that stuff. Um, what the heck, Talia Tunga Viola? Yeah, I saw that while we were on break. He's in the trend. Is it sounds like he's in the portal? I thought he was going to go to the NFL draft. Really? Somebody made a University of Miami joke, so I don't know if that's you know the rumor or what. Well, I thought he was just going to go to the draft. He's only a year or two younger than he's not that much younger than Tua, is he? He's got to be pretty old. No, he's not. Do you see um, the the Oklahoma State quarterback got a seventh year? He was in Trevor Lawrence's recruiting class. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that that's Kirk Bowman's son. Okay. Uh, Kirk Kirk Bowman, who caught the two touchdown passes against Nebraska in 1982 for Penn State, whose nickname was Stonehands. Allen's his son. Oh, I'm not sure I realize that. That's why I'm here, Todd. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to fill in blanks. He just finished his fifth season of eligibility. He has to get a waiver for a sixth year. 
It's unclear at this time whether he's been granted the sixth year. Um, when he came in to sit down, Loxley said, and he made his decision that he didn't want to play in the bowl game in an effort to pursue future opportunities, whether it be the NFL, whether it be transferring. In fact, there was no more time available. It was a pretty easy conversation because of the mutual respect that's there. Huh. It's not like he can't play. I mean, he's not. Uh, the issue with him is it's not that he can't play because Todd, he can. he can. He can run a bit. He throws a good ball. Um, but the issue with him is that he's never been, and for whatever reason, I don't know why it happens. Maybe it's the people around him, whatever. He's never been a good fourth quarter quarterback. You get to the fourth quarter of a game against Penn State, a fourth quarter game against Ohio State, fourth quarter game against Michigan. He, the first three quarters, he'll play really well in those games. In the fourth quarter, he'll make like a couple of big mistakes. Like, and that's always been, you know, an issue with him. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers has been voted the Jets' most inspirational teammate. I mean, I need to take a break right now. A tear is starting to run down my cheek. We'll come back with more in a moment. (laughs) Brought to you by Brewers Outlet here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. It's interesting. I normally don't bring my laptop on the road. I'll just bring my iPad, and my iPad I use as my stat monitor. But because we have to feed the pregame show, and my uh, laptop happens to have a USB port, I brought it with me. Well, guess what? That's where all my charts are. I've got all my stuff. I've actually, I'm actually way ahead on the Sunday game. <laughs> Let's see. Positives, Todd. Positives. Always got to think positively, right? Now I realize it's hard for you to do because you know that you know this the Sioux creates an environment, and you know you're sitting right in the middle of it. Well, this is true, but he he's been pretty quiet today. There are some people that have that aura. <laughs> With Earl Weaver used to say about Dan Stanhouse, he, he was a carrier, or he was a giver, or he was a carrier, or something like that. Oh, Don Stanhouse, yeah, yeah the, the reliever, yeah, yeah. He called him what, what full pack? Yeah, something because like that. Because he was he was out there when he was out there, he needed a full pack to get through it. <laughs> the Earl was quite a ma- manager. He really was. I mean, Earl was Earl Weaver, really was a terrific manager. Um, so. By the way, Black Monday is coming up. And which NFL coaches make it through the gauntlet? It's not just the head coaches. It's the assistants as well. Everybody in the league will tell you that it's just really difficult on families uh, to somehow get through that. Uh, Not easy. I mean, you can imagine that where every, you know, like every year, like you think you're in a good spot, you know, like all of a sudden, no, you're not in a good spot. Or everything goes south and the whole staff's gone. 
And I mean, that has to be that has to be tough on everybody. I, I just imagine. I'm sure the kids hear it in school. The wife hears it at work. You can you probably can insulate yourself in the building if you're the coach. It's the the rest of the family that has to go out in the public a little more than you do. Yeah, and that is that is something. It's not like I, I always it always gets me when a wife or the children, especially the kids at school, they have to hear about it. Really? I mean. I'm glad people love sports. I'm glad they're really into it. All right. And 95% of fans are phenomenal. But you got that 5% out there that make the experience miserable. <laughs> it's thank all good- levels, too. <laughs> oh, and thank goodness it's only 5%. Yeah. But that 5% out there, you just sit there and go, ugh, brutal. Right? And what's really neat is they think they know what they're talking about. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Sponsored by Brewers Outlet. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Great to have you with us here on the show today from Lansing, Michigan. The goal is to get to Philadelphia tonight <laughs> and play Sunday. <laughs> so, Todd, do we have the king? We do not have the king yet, but we do have Kevin in the other studio. Oh, I knew you'd be excited. But I must admit, though, I do like the uh, planes, trains, and automobiles reference. <laughs> I've been all, all I've been on all of them here in the past. <laughs> you know, every time I complain about going to Central Mountain, I think of issues like this, and I feel better about it. Closer. Well, you know what? Not too bad. I'm gonna. As you, you know, on hold. do I sound worried about it? N- never do. <laughs> it's not like it's never happened to you before. I mean, it's. I have your brother, sir. I have all sorts of uh, stories. This will be added to the uh, group. Are you on to brag about your bowl record? Is that why you're here? Right, I am. I was. I'm. You know what? If some of those former FCS uh, teams would have played just a little bit better, all right. If Liberty actually would have played, man, this would have looked good. Yeah, 18 people watched the game. That tells you everything you need to know. All right. um, (laughs) I was one. Yeah. <laughs> For a brief moment. And, by the way, the king is on the line. Kevin is on to brag, by the way, king, about his bowl record. It's 21 and 21. You're 500? You're on bragging about being 500? I'm Todd better than, I'm everyone better than 500. Todd, Todd was Todd. 28 and 14. I was 21 and 21. Steve, you were 23 and 19, and I got Kevin at 21 and 21. No, Unless you're, I'm wrong. No, that's wrong. <laughs> you are incorrect. Incorrect. Erroneous. Oh, no. I got him right in front of me. Oh, <laughs> au contraire, mon frere. <laughs> I'll be glad to go over each game. <laughs> 
25 and 17. I did the math. Yeah, but you always pick... 21, dude. You, you always pick you always pick games after they're done. You can't do that. No one said that there was a time limit. <laughs> this is great. I think I'll pick Georgia by sixty. <laughs> Here, go down the list. I'll tell you who you got. I'm gonna. I'm filing a protest. Uh oh. I'm filing oh. a protest with the league. I was going to say, fact, is this part of my job too? I have to answer protests. Uh, look, we, no, no, I no. want a neutral hey, party counting this. I mean, he'll go. He'll go to a locally friendly judge, <laughs> right? But he'll also use an assumed name because he's not locally friendly to anybody. <laughs> the only thing I could have done. Hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. What'd you get? Uh, actually, I think Car- that's carry worse. Carry the one. <laughs> carry the 12, one. 13, 14, 15, 16. No, that's worse for you. I did it right. So, I, I had you want to go down each game? I'll tell you who I put that you had. I had it at 25 and 17. <laughs> uh, I think you marked a couple of Ex- So we're four me. games off. Okay. okay, now look. Let me put it this way. You have to remember for this guy. The rides at Fantasyland are always open. <laughs> well, the bottom line is Todd is twenty-eight and fourteen. Todd, you got it well, done. This is not a surprise <laughs> to me. I mean, Todd kicked butt. When, so. when we used to pick local games, he'd obliterate me there too. Yeah, I mean, good. it wasn't even close. Uh, Blind he's squirrel right nut. Nah, Todd, you got it done. Fourteen. That's, Way to go. That's, that's way right. better than 21 and 21. <laughs> it's only slightly <laughs> no, better than 500. So it's only slightly 50, better 50. than 25 and 17. And I was, what, 23 and 19? Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. It works. Yeah, I was watching I was watching that Liberty one, and I was like, this is it. If Liberty pulls this out, and then I watched the first couple of plays, and I thought, I'm in great shape. And then I watched <laughs> the next 70 plays and went, yeah, this is this was a bad idea. Oh. Uh. That was frustrating. Bo Nix is my new hero. So. He played. I, I Bo Nix played. I would yeah. pick. How come he's not even in the talk for uh, first round draft pick? Well, you know what, I, and I say this to people all the time. And let me give you an example. Blake Corum at Michigan at Donovan Edwards. Now on the college level, who's the guy getting all the publicity? Scoring the touchdowns and playing the majority of the time, like Blake Corum. Which one's the better NFL um, prospect? Donovan Edwards. Edwards is. I don't put a lot of faith in number one picks. I don't. I don't think it means anything. Mac Jones is a. Picked in the first round, and he'd that's probably right. never play another down he's, in the NFL. He's so. a quarterback, but that's different. But like, like yeah. Ed- Edwards, for example, the way running backs are used in the NFL, right? The ability to catch the ball, the speed he has, you can put him in the slot, you can split him out. Plus, you can use him as a running back. He's a more valuable commodity. Corum in the NFL is going to be quote just another guy. You think so? I think you'd be yeah. like an Edelman. Uh, good. No, I mean, Edelman was a wide receiver. I mean, yeah, I know, is, but cut across the middle and take the tough, take the tough. I mean, Edelman was a wide not, receiver, but he was the guy who came across the middle and was the bailout for Brady for 
a yeah, long, Cor- long time. Cor- Everyone Cor- else is covered to get toss it off to Edelman, and he'll make yards after the catch. Oh yeah, but Corum is only an okay receiver. He's only oh, has right. okay hands. He's you know he doesn't get separation on routes. Edwards does. Now, Edwards I mean, I'm been, not going to argue it, out, but I'd say Edelman was a quarterback when he came well, to the Patriots. Oh, I know. So. Oh, I know because Penn State I mean, played Kent State. Penn State played Kent State. Turn into a, uh, you know, catch and run guy if it's yeah. the job. Corm's a tough dude, man. <laughs> well, he's a t- he's a tough guy, and he will make a roster. I think there's a good chance he's a third day pick. Um. I, I just think there are going to be other running backs, size and speed. I'm talking about these are the NFL standards. Doesn't mean they're perfect. Yeah. Just like just like Zach Eady at Purdue, he's going to be the national player of the year in college basketball two straight years. I think it's a long shot he gets drafted. Really? Wow. The NBA doesn't play that. He doesn't play the NBA's game. Right. Yeah. There are so many players in college, especially in basketball, that are great in college, and that does not translate to the NBA. Yeah, it's just it's just the the nature of the pro game in both the NFL and in the NBA as to how guys translate from college to pro based on their style of play. Right. And, uh, I mean, look at Brock Purdy. I mean, yeah. he's a good example. He. But but Purdy. Nobody. You know everybody had a shot at him six times, and nobody took him. Well, Jack, Jack, Ham, and I were talking about this because he was talking to the players on the bus as we were going over to practice one day down in Atlanta, and he was explaining to them that uh, you go through the bowl game, and then when the bowl game was over with, you may have played in an all-star game, and the draft was a, was a month later, and they all looked at him like, "You have to be kidding me." Because what did they do back in his era? They looked at you as a football player, okay, right. not as a track and field meet. And yep. you, and like I, like I was talking to Curtis Jacobs. Kurt wants to get himself down. He told me to two twenty eight, so he can run a forty at the combine. Okay, that right. But that, you know, and then he wants to build himself back up again. But he wants to get a 40 time. These guys are, are looking at, you know, how high do they jump? How fast do they run? Here's one, just for the heck of it. Um, right? Amuse me. Rack up a tape and see how he plays. <laughs> Here's one that I always like. Oh, he, he, he ran this in the 40 and he's vertical. Can he catch the ball? That's what right. I want to know. Can right. he run a route and catch the ball? That's the important part. I also want to know if he's coachable, okay, which I can get from other people. I want to know if he's a good guy in the locker room, too. All right. Ever I see could... a picture of Brady when he was at the carbine? Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. He looked anything but like a football player. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I, I've always I felt this about Brock Purdy. And I'll compare him to Mac Jones only because I know the numbers. Mac Jones didn't play for what three years at Alabama. Right. And Purdy he just sat on the day. bench. Brock played Purdy every played every game from his freshman year to his senior year, plus All Star games. Yep. He only sat out for about four months. So him going back into play was like, I'm ready to go, coach. 
you know, you, where Mac you know Jones, it? he only yeah. had one year under his belt. He yeah, hadn't played see? football in a long time, you know. Right, but see, that's the key, though. You have a lot of people that like the fact that they have less tape. Purdy had four years of tape of a yeah. lot of great plays, great moments, consistency. But in the four years, there were also warts because he went along and occasionally would make a bad play. That's what happens when you play a lot. You're occasionally going to make a bad play. okay? Yeah. As opposed to, I put it together one great year, and there aren't many warts. Right? I, and I'll, I'll give you a great example. It was Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky was the backup at North, but he was the backup at North Carolina to Williams. And then he got one really good year and did a good job, and he was the second overall pick. So when it comes to drafting, sometimes less is more. The reality is, though, the more reps you get, the better feel I have for you as a player as to whether you're good or not. And that's. I just think you need to be in a rhythm. You know, if you got all the talent. If you, if I got, and I'll tell you something else. This transfer portal thing, it's crazy. As somebody who's hired lots of people throughout my life, I'm not taking anyone who's one year here and one year there. And if I'm a pro scout, I look at it like, why didn't you play in your bowl game? You know, why why did you transfer twice? I, if you're not happy with us, you're gonna quit. You look like a quitter. And I don't, that's not, did you hear what Billy Donovan said this week? No, I did not. Yeah, he brought it up. He said he sees a big problem in this, where these guys, if they're not happy, they leave. And he said, I'm not talking about the the sport anymore. I'm talking about their life, that at what point, you know, we all know life's journey is tough sometimes, but you've got to be able to get up and rebound. And you don't learn from your successes. You learn from your failures. And these guys aren't even taking a chance to fail. They're not happy somewhere. They quit and go some other place. So what are you teaching them? Uh, exactly. I mean, and this is where we are right now. we got a guy who's 21 and 21, and he wants to quit. <laughs> we'll come back and do this weekend's picks in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. So let's, uh, the Today Show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street and Subway, the beverage supermarket. Stock up for a big weekend before the snow comes. Do it right now. Now, Again, in an area that does have its fair, you know, like anybody else, like uh, legitimate court cases and crime and so forth, we have a guy filing for a court injunction because he says he's 25 and 17 and not 21 and 21. Okay, (laughs) I've got a judge over there saying, why me? (laughs) Uh, I I worry about this guy. We all do. I mean, scary. All right, so what games do we have this week? Oh, then we send them to you? I don't know if I got them or not. I am not not home, by the way. Oh, okay. I'm I'm still in Lansing, Michigan. I did a a game last night. Plane broke down, and we can't get out of here until tonight. And we're going to to Philadelphia tonight. So I'm going to spend four days on the road. By the time I get to Sunday, that's nine out of twelve days on the road. 
It's a lot. Oh my gosh. I got yep. I haven't even left the state in like four or five months. So. No, six months. I not even Massachusetts. I haven't even. I wow. just go to work and go home. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you the games. Okay, so so you, uh, I fell totally on my face. I have to. I know how Kevin feels. <laughs> no, you really don't. <laughs> There's nobody that knows how that entity feels. Nobody. <laughs> so the last time we picked, because we took a week off, I went one and five, and you went four and two. Ooh, so, and it's suddenly out of nowhere, marching forward. Yeah. So now you are, you've taken the lead, Duh. although Matt would still be killing us, but you've taken the lead. You were 37 and 24 since Matt left, and I am 35 and 26 since Matt left. So okay. this week's games. First one, Houston at Indianapolis. I am going to go with Houston. Like them. I took Indy because they won big last week. I couldn't believe it. They beat yeah. Tampa, I think. So there's a difference game. Cleveland at Cincinnati. Cleveland. Although Flacco's not playing, I'll still take Cleveland. Flacco's not playing? No, they're in the playoffs. They're going to rest them. Oh, jeez. All right. I'll take Cincy. All right. And you got Cleveland. Yeah. New York Jets at the New England Patriots to fight for the draft pick. Who wants to lose? <laughs> so, I'll take New England. I am also taking New England. Right, New England, I'm telling you, Belichick's staying. And if the owner doesn't notice what I see... That team never quit on him. As nope. bad as they've been all year, they never yeah, quit. I agree. And that's how you judge a coach. I that, agree. You know, I mean, I always said if you're going to fire the coach, who's the replacement? You know, you can't. Oh, I, I, I know. That's always, yep. I mean, you can't just say, oh, and everything's going to be all right now because we got Belichick out of it. That guy's a great football coach. Not the great general manager, but a great football yes, coach. Yes, agreed. I would agreed. change. I would take that responsibility away from him and just yep. say, "Here's your players, coach them." So, yeah, yep. I think he would be perfectly fine with that. Yeah. Okay, Chicago at Green Bay. Chicago's playing way better right now. Playing yep. great. I'm still going to take Green Bay at home. I'm taking Chicago. And that kid becomes a hot commodity, the quarterback. Yeah, Fields, I agree. Fields is playing way better. And so yeah, is that team. So is Chicago. They're playing really well. And they've got the first Chicago, overall. So what would you do? Chicago's probably going to get the number one pick. Do they take a quarterback? Okay, now i got to make a choice here. Do I take the quarterback, Williams, or do I take the wide receiver, Harrison? I take Harrison. And I keep the quarterback. Fields is playing well. So that's an interesting dilemma. Yeah, it is definitely an interesting dilemma, because no matter what, they, I believe they're going to get the first pick. They are. So, They've got Carolina's pick. Yeah, so... Okay, Buffalo at Miami. Oh, boy. I'm going to take Buffalo. I concur. I don't like Miami. I, 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 I They're up and down. 
and but I love the coach. I think he's hilarious. Oh no, but. Mike is. I'll tell you because uh, I've talked to Mike. Right? Have you? Mike, uh. Yo, and he's he's he is a riot. I mean, and self. He's good and, for football. I, and self-deprecating. I think, he's self-deprecating. He's really good. Yeah, I mean, the other thing that was great for football, and this has nothing to do with Taylor Swift, when Kansas City Chiefs started dancing on the field, that yeah. was awesome. I thought that was so yeah. good. You know, just enjoy, enjoy life, man. Yeah. That, that's what it's about. Yeah. And the whole place starts dancing. The other team is like, "What the heck's going on?" You know. <laughs> I like that stuff. Okay, we both took Buffalo. Final game is Pittsburgh at Baltimore. I am going to take, with Tyler Huntley a quarterback, because Lamar is not going to play. I am right. still going to take. I'm still going to take Baltimore to win. I'm still taking Baltimore too because that's another head coach that knows how to coach the NFL. He yeah. coaches to win, so. And I will so take Washington. I will take Washington to beat Michigan in the national championship game, and that's just out of principle. <laughs> I'm taking Michigan because I think they're the best team in the country. I don't think Washington's been punched in the mouth, and they're going to get punched in the mouth. Well, Washington's won eight games in a row by ten points or less. They've been punched a few times. I'm talking Michigan is tough. I, I, I they are tough. Yeah, they are I, tough, and we've got I'm all sorts of... I'm a big fan of Michigan, but I just think this is their year. And then I think Harbaugh's th- gone. So. And so. and I think there's a good chance that if they do win it, that banner is going to end up with their final four banners and archives. <laughs> <laughs> Have a safe trip. Uh, yeah, and, and if we can get out of here, I might be doing the show from Lansing on Monday.